Welcome to Girl, How'd That Happen, where the stories of successful female entrepreneurs unfold. I'm your host, Ashley Braswell, here to facilitate the conversation with some of our favorite female entrepreneurs. In each episode, we dive into the real journey of these ambitious women. They share not just successes, but the raw challenges and failures they have faced along the way. Whether you're just starting out or you know the ropes of business well, this podcast was made for you. Our guests value integrity, creativity, and resilience. They're here to offer not just inspiration, but practical tips and insights that align with the goal of building a business, yes, but more importantly, building a legacy. So join us as we say, girl, how'd that happen? Today on the podcast, we have May C. You can find her at March by May on Instagram. May has the coolest job. She actually does t-shirt design and teaches other people how to have businesses doing t-shirt design. She also has a warehouse where if you're doing print on demand, she can actually print and ship your t-shirt and other things, it's not just t-shirts, to your customers. She is one of the kindest and just most generous people I have ever met, and I am so excited to hear her story of how she got started. So grab a cup of coffee, get cozy, and let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of Girl, How That Happened. We're going to talk about how these successful women entrepreneurs got started in business, what they're doing now, and if there's anything that they would do differently now that they've been through business and kind of see how that all goes. Thanks for coming on. I know you weren't feeling super great, so I promise we won't be like super long, but I appreciate it so much. So you already know me because we've talked about this, but the whole thing with this podcast is just to try and like inspire other women and by, based off of like your story and how you got started in business, because I think that a lot of it is people just don't know how to get started and they're afraid. Yeah. They're just like afraid of what to do. They're afraid of having a public failure. They're afraid of a lot of things. So I just wanted to hear a little bit about what you're doing now, and then we'll talk about how you got started. So I first want to say, like, I saw your story this morning and I was like, how does Ashley not know? First, thank you for all the kind things. But then I was like, does Ashley not know how I got started? No. You know, that's so strange, right? Like you just assume, like, it's like, you think we would, but so now, right now, so I design and um, print and, sh- and, you know, sell graphic apparel and then I teach others to do the same. And it's one of the reasons I was like, yes, I want to come on I mean, other than just loving you, but also because it was, you know, it was hard. It was hard to, to break in. And I'm pretty tenacious. <laughs> I'm with extra mile. And I have a background in a lot of this. And that's so why I help others learn how to do I it. I love so, just because. Love that. Yeah. And then yeah. you and your, is it your daughter that you have that really cool bumper sticker shop too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my, it's a total family business. My daughter and my son. Yeah. Everybody that. here. I love that. So that's incredible okay so this is so was the print on demand like in the warehouse and all this kind of stuff is this your first foray into business or did you have another business before this it's not i'm pretty much a serial entrepreneur but when it came to breaking into things online just because i mean i'm a single mom and 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 i was always feeling like am i showing up late is it too late like have i missed the boat like i will i will put the effort into it but, you know, I had this anxiety that I was going to waste this time. I'm like, I'm already short on time, you know? <laughs> so I don't want to work on something that, that isn't. So it's not my first foray into business, but, you know, life, some life things had happened. Yeah. And because of that, you know, you have that fear, right? That insecurity about it. And so we got into the tea business. And actually it wasn't because print on demand is different today 
than it was, you know, five or six years ago. There's been so many advances, but we got in the t-shirt business actually because we had been searching for the perfect product and we had really frustrated ourselves with time and money mm -hmm. thinking we had to have this like perfect product. So like a perfect like quality shirt or like design or what do you? Shirts weren't even really on our radar. Like they were a little, but we didn't think about it, but we're like, it has to be this new trending thing or has to be what people want. And it can't be a saturated market and yeah. all this stuff. And then we'd spent time and money and frustration. And then we were like, okay, what can we do with what we have? We're in Ohio, so we don't have any mountains, we don't have any beach, but we have a lot of manufacturing. Yeah. But we, were, we were within a close driving distance of shirt manufacturers and we knew how to make mock-ups. And we had access to, through a graphic design program, we had access to use some traditional like manual screen printing stuff. Oh, that's cool. So that's how it started because we were like, we have to find a perfect product. And then we're like, well, we've spent money and time we don't have on finding a perfect product. We'll just try tees. Yeah. And I love that. And that's, that's when we realized it's not really about the product. No, not really. It's, it's funny though, that you say that because I know you already know, but when my sister and I had that t-shirt business last year, the Disney t-shirt company, which is yeah. still up, but nobody ordered anything right now. Cause I don't know how to access it anymore, <laughs> but it's, it was hard because I felt the same way. I felt like, okay, the designs, I'm willing to test out a bunch of designs, but the quality of the shirt, I was always like, this isn't what I want. And so we ended up stopping. I know you and I have talked about maybe starting that yeah. back up again, but it's, it's scary because you don't want someone to come back to you and be like, why did you charge $35 for the shirt when it's really only worth like 15 bucks and you don't want to be the bad guy, I guess. Like I do, I don't know. It made me feel so bad that I was like back burner. There's so many things we could talk so long about this. So when it comes to shirts specifically, there's a lot of fear, I think in that. And I try to tell my students, okay, first off, most people don't live their life five inches from a shirt. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, and I've probably cost myself a lot of business over the years because I'm like, no, we won't print that because it won't, we, it won't pass our standards of what it should be. Actually, right. When really people just want their design on a shirt and they're just happy to have it. And I'm learning that. Right. So one, you know, nobody's as critical of you as you. Yeah. And then number two, you're not trying to take advantage of people. Yeah. So I think there's this fear, like people are going to think you ripped them off or you did something, but that really only happens with somebody that's actually trying to do that. Like if you sent something to someone and if you sent 50 packages out and one of them, someone wasn't happy, what are you going to do? You're going to yeah. make it right. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's a really good mindset. If you were starting over again today with your t-shirt company and everything that you're doing right now, what would be like the first three steps you would take? Think about something that I enjoy, that I love, that resonates with me. And I would come up with a couple of designs that resonate with me. And I, I would learn how to put those on mock-ups. And I would show them to my audience. And I would, I would just get that out there. And just get that out there. And just focus on one. And mm -hmm. learn how to build my audience with emails. And an ad strategy. And be visible. And yeah. for, I would start with building an audience of people that, that were my fans. I love that. That helps. I, I mean, that's actually, that's probably, that's what I would do. Well, yeah. I think now you're episode number one. So obviously I have nothing to compare this to, but which I'm so glad you're the inaugural episode, but I think that that's probably going to be a lot of people's answer because you can't really sell to avoid. So right. if you don't have someone or people in some way that you can speak to, then how are you going to sell? 
And I think maybe we might have to talk about this later about how it doesn't have to be like thousands and thousands of people to sell to. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. And, and then you start spending money trying to sell things, mm -hmm. right? And then you release them and you don't real, you haven't really built up your marketing muscle. So you don't understand yeah. yet how, how many people have to see it. You know, like I'm always like, look, you trust the washing machine. You know, if you put clothes in there and you turn it on, eventually they're going to get clean. Yeah. If a kid leaves gum or a pen in there or something and you ruin it, you're not going to go, Oh, I'm never going to wash clothes again. No, you just know something was wrong. But with marketing, we can like send out an email or make a post. And if it falls flat, we're like, Oh, well clearly our idea, our idea was stupid. But the point is like, you start, you start spending this money and this anxiety and then you're like, Oh, well, now I'm desperate to make sales or I feel like I need to do that when really just start with one thing, start building your audience and learning about the, the printing and whatnot. I love that. Yeah. And I a really small audience, a small group of people. Yeah. Yeah. I think smaller audiences have better conversion rates anyways, because they're so much more like engaged with you, smaller audiences anyways. They feel really connected with you and not, they don't just feel that way. Like it's often true. Like when you have a small audience, you recognize the same people that show up or that reply to your emails. Yeah. 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 That's super true. Hey, just real quick. I wanted to make sure that you knew about a really cool event we have coming up at the end of the month. It's called one hour ads and we're literally going to help you get your Facebook apps ads up in one hour or less. We're going to be focusing on a retargeting ad, which just means anyone who's interacted with your Facebook, Instagram, or website will see this ad. So it has a ton of potential and at only $2 a day in ad spend, it is a no brainer. So make sure you join us, go sign up at one. That's the number one hour ads.com. Okay. Let's get back to talking now. I feel like print on demand and the way that business model is now is such a, I don't want to say easy, but there's a whole lot less risk involved in that. Cause you don't have to have, you don't have to have inventory. You really, it's just like your marketing and a little bit of tech to get it set up and then your designs. Right. Yeah. So I feel like this is a great way to kind of dip your toe into business. If you're like, I want a business and I don't know what, and you like design. So can you tell everyone how to come find you so you can teach them how to do that? Yes, I can absolutely tell everyone that. Well, there's two things. One, I'm also a little obsessed with TikTok shop right now yeah. because they're helping some get started. So in my, in my bio here, everybody sees that, but it's macy.com slash workshop is how you can get started in, you know, in a TikTok shop and then just at Merch by May here on Instagram or Facebook. And we have Graphic Tea Academy where you can come in and learn all the things for print on demand. And it's definitely a great way to get started for sure. Yeah, with very, very little risk. And you can learn, and that's one of the things I try to teach folks, or we do teach folks in Graphic Tea Academy is how to design with the product in mind, how to choose products so that you can minimize your returns and increase customer satisfaction and, get all your system streamlined. Oh my gosh. That's so good. I almost feel like a lot of people need to have like a baby business before they get into their like big scale business. And I think one of our friends actually talks about this too, Colleen Kockenick. Yes. Yeah. Her women over 50. I feel like just because she's a client. And so I'm, I've been deep in her website the last time. I love Colleen. I love yes. Colleen. But you have this little kind of safe place for you to be. And then once you like really get the hang of it, then you can be like, oh, well, I like doing graphic design. I like doing the tees, but now I'd also like to look into whatever, you know, designing something else right. or having an online business. Or maybe you're like, oh my gosh, I really loved the marketing of the tea business. And then you start doing the marketing. So or I have something I'm passionate about 
that I know that I can share, whatever that might be, right? And whether that's teaching someone design or cooking or how to make cookies or home organization, or when you get that started, and then you can start with designs or shirts that have maybe something, a saying that you say all the time. And now you're like, oh, now I can learn how to build a course and do other digital things. It definitely opens the door. So like you said, it builds that muscle and your risk tolerance for when you put something out and nobody responds. You're not like, oh, that was a dumb idea. You're just like, no, I just need to do more of it. Just keep going. I can't tell you how much time in my own business I've wasted by, by doing exactly that. Being like, well, that was stupid. I never want to show my face again. I literally, I started a membership. I, I can't even tell you, 2019, maybe it was called Biz Babes. It's a whole thing. Anyways, the Biz Babe Collective. Uh -huh. And I did it for like three or four months. And then I was like, this is stupid. Everyone hates it. I'm just shutting it down. And I literally, I had to even bribe myself even to put it up, just to put it up. And that's a lot of it is recognizing is learning. Why does nobody say that? And I, I was telling someone the other day, I was like, everybody's like, get a yacht, get a mansion, get a beach house. How about just like, you know, make a little more than you spend and learn a lot of skills. So then later you can, I don't know, pay for college or have a second. I mean, whatever it is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, um, but why does nobody say, Hey, it, it's slow at first. And that's good. Yeah. Slow growth is good. And, and we talk about that a lot in graphic tea Academy. I'm like, listen, wanting to go viral or expecting to have all this viral or quick growth. That's like saying you're building a business strategy on like going to Vegas. <laughs> I mean, really. it is, it is actually. And nobody would think that if someone said, I'm building my business on gambling, everybody would think that was crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. But, but yet we think that if we don't go viral or we don't have a lot of response right away and we don't instantly see results from marketing that we should quit. And that's really silly. It really goes against everything we've learned all of our yeah. lives until now we're out here on social media and we're like, well, we pulled that slot machine wheel. We didn't get the, we didn't get the jackpot, you know? Maybe they got like two X's or whatever it is. I can't even remember, but yeah. you know, a little bit of yeah. traction. That's kind of my thought on it is if we can just help everybody know that they can do this. Absolutely. That's the whole point of this podcast. The entire point of this podcast yeah. is just to like inspire other people because I think too, even as established business owners, I don't know about you, but I need yeah. that too. I need that to remind me because every new offer I put out, I'm like, this is dumb. This is dumb. Nobody's buying it. It's fine. And then it's, it's not dumb. It's helping people. I'm really glad you said that too, because everybody needs to know it doesn't go away <laughs> when you go to new levels, you know, new levels and that, that same imposter syndrome and fear and just that crazy head talk. Yeah. It, it never ceases to amaze me. If I put out any kind of offer, I, I will in my head. That was so silly. You're so unhurt. You're always so blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. And then someone will, someone will buy and I'm like, okay. It was okay. You know, I didn't bring shame on the family and ruin. <laughs> That's my thing. You know, it's what I always say. And it's just our silly thing. Me and the kids say, so it's funny, like a Mulan moment. You're like, shame on your family. Shame on yes, you. Yes, 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 exactly. So that's funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. Well, I'm going to not make you talk too much more because I know, I know that you're like, let me go. But I, I really appreciate you of course. having me on. This was fun. I'm really glad you were able to come on and we'll have to do it again mm -hmm. soon. I'm going to put in the comments of the Instagram live and then in the show notes for the podcast, all of your links with like your TikTok and all That's that kind fun. of thing. So people can follow along because I just want to reiterate again, in case you didn't see my story today, May is the real deal. Like <laughs> 
<laughs> the way she's talking right now, and I have been in her group, I've heard her speak and coach, and she is an amazing coach. So if you guys have ever wanted to start a t-shirt business, go see Meg. Mm -hmm. She's freaking awesome. Oh, and you do merch for business owners too. I do. I do. Yeah. That, and that's your merch by May that I linked to your website. That's where it's like seven and eight figure business owners and you make all their cute like backpacks and shirts and sweatshirts and like all this cool yeah. stuff. And in Graphic Tea Academy, I teach people how to do the same. So if someone's like, I don't have a brand, I don't want to do that, but I want to be the person that provides all the merch for, and maybe it's somebody in your hometown or maybe it's somebody. Yeah. You know what? That's interesting. <laughs> I said I was going to let you go and then I kept talking. <laughs> no, I want to talk about this because literally everybody needs, every single business needs merch. Every business. Yeah. Like I challenge you to think of one that doesn't. And people are like, oh, t-shirts. Yeah. Everybody knows what they are and they know how to use them mm -hmm. and they mm -hmm. keep buying them. Yeah. And how many t-shirts like do you have in your drawer right now? So many. And, and I'm, I'm make shirts and when we go out of town or we go to places and I want to have a memory about that I buy other people's shirts so just saying yeah me too I mean we, we even when we made the Disney shirts Elizabeth and I we still bought Disney shirts at Disney because right. that's what exactly. you do because that's what you do <laughs> yeah for sure for sure yes yes I don't even remember oh this is what I was going to tell you last year my daughter's volleyball team they were like oh we want to get shirts we're not sure what we want to get we don't know what design we want to get and I was like oh let me just whip something up for you and see if you like it I, it was the easiest thing ever. Like I just, and it wasn't even that great of a design to be honest, like just, but it was better than what they could have found in like the old fashioned type of t-shirt options they had. And it was way less yeah. expensive and they had their names on them and like everybody loved it. And I was like, this is so, I just designed it on Canva and then I use a different company, but I could have sent it to you and you could have printed it and shipped it either to me or to them. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and so you have opt and graphic tea Academy. It's like, where do you want to be? Like right now, do you want to do print on demand? And then if you never want to do anything other than print on demand, that's fine. If you want to do it yourself, we teach you how to do that. And I teach you. Yeah. That's so cool. I love Thanks. that so much. Yay. Okay. Well, I'm going to, like I said, put all your links in here. Everyone go follow me. She's incredible. And I think that's it for the first episode. That's so great. Thank Yay. you. Yay. Okay, mate. Well, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I hope you feel better soon. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and May today. I hope that you found her story inspiring and I hope that you realize that you can totally do this too. I'll see you next time. You've been listening to Girl, How'd That Happen with your host, me, Ashley Bradswell. If you liked this episode, then we would love it if you would share it with your biz bestie. And we'll see you next week.